1: everyone. My name is Denny White and I am the host of the VIP Ignite Live podcast. And today I have the honor of interviewing the one and only Mr. Mark Victor Hansen. Thank you so much for being here today.
0: Wow, my pleasure. Are you kidding? I love doing this stuff and I love helping everybody that's listening and want them to fulfill their life mission, whatever that is, with emotion.
1: Oh my gosh. And you are a master at helping people do that. I remember when I was really young, one of the first personal development books if you will that I ever read was Chicken Soup for the Soul and when I Thanks. had the opportunity to meet you face to face I was like how this is amazing so with that thought in mind <laughs> you, you've, a treat, you've achieved such remarkable success in your career and you've had the opportunity to work with the highest level people on in so many different industries so today we're talking to actors models and musicians so yeah. the question I have for you is this what is one thing that all of those successful people have in common, that people that are just getting started in the entertainment industry can apply to their lives.
0: Well, I'm glad that I couldn't be framed a better question if I wrote it myself and I didn't. So um, what we've discovered talking to 7 million people traveling in 80 countries is that the people that are a little successful and the people that are a lot successful, the people that are a lot have one ability, they've learned to ASK to GET what they want. And we, Crystal and I wrote a book called Ask, The Bridge from Your Dreams, Your Destiny. And we said, look, there's three kinds of ask. Ask yourself, ask others, and ask God. And when I was 50 years ago, when I was bankrupt upside down, I said, no, oh God, I can't even afford to eat. I'm sleeping in a sleeping bag in front of another guy's room. What do I do? And he said, no, what do you want to do? Because what you want to do is you've got to have big goals, especially because of the vicissitudes of, of the industries that you're talking about you know, one day you're big and one day you're not. So, right, a model makes it and doesn't make it. A movie star makes it and doesn't make it. Speakers are hired and fired and speakers are are rehired and and they figure out new markets and new ways to market. So, luckily, I've, I've kept my mind open. And then the subset of that is when you ask yourself, how big do I want to be? Because the goals have got to be big enough to substantially hit your heart and your soul and your being so that you keep an upward trajectory no matter what you're hit with and the example of elon musk is that the guy wanted to make tesla work and, and they had to sell 12 houses sell everything that he owned just to keep it going i mean and i've had to do that so i understand the the problem of that so it, i can go i can go deeper but the point is when i was bankrupt and upside down god said what do you want to do i said i want to talk to people the care about things that matter that make a life-changing difference. And and boy, that has just worked splendidly because, you know, I've gotten to speak in 80 countries and had a great time. But if you learn how to ask yourself, what do I really want in my heart of hearts? What is it in my soul? And then write it down because the spiritual laws, you've got to put it in writing. How big is it that you want to go? Do you want to be in a model case? Do you want to be on the cover of vogue or fortune or what what magazines Bazaar or and esquire whatever it is that you want if that is what moves your soul or do you want to do tv commercials or movies or you know walk-ons whatever it is that you want to do it's got to be in writing because the the if i walk up to you and say tell me your mission and then detail it and you can't do it and you don't show it to me i used to say if everybody in the room here and there'd be a thousand or two thousand show me your goals in writing and Maybe one in a thousand had the written goals with them. You got to write your goals, and some people say rewrite them every day.
1: Have I, I answered your question? <laughs> yeah, no, I love that so much. So one of the first things I do when I onboard people into our community is I always have them create a vision board, and I tell oh. them make your vision board because people are very visual, and what you see, what you focus on, you'll become. And so I have them create a vision board and I tell them like, right, put your biggest goals on there, like put attainable goals on there as well, but put your biggest goals on there because on the days where this is amazing, you're going to be like, yeah, and you're going to run faster toward the goal. And like you said, on the days where maybe it's not as exciting because you're not getting booked or you're getting told no or whatever, then you still have that vision in front of you and you know why you're doing it and you keep pushing forward.
0: Totally correct. I did a whole book and a set of tapes uh, called visualizing is realizing they can get them at audible or they can get it on line at uh, Amazon, whatever. The the point is, is is what you said is exactly correct. What you see is what you get. So if you see yourself succeeding, and and by the way, we're all going to have setbacks, we're all going to have detours, we're all going to have upsets, we're all going to have somebody, uh, hitting us one way or another, and it'll be a surprise most of the time. But if you've got this big looming goal, like, um, you know, I wanted to become one of the world's best speakers now. And, <clears throat> and then I visualized becoming world's best bestselling author. And I interviewed the 101 best authors, fiction and nonfiction. <coughs> and when we interviewed Dr. Canfield, my partners went to Harvard with Scott Peck. I interviewed Scott, not Jack. He'd been 58 weeks, number one with a road, less Travel, great book. And I said, Scott, what is it? He said, you know, um, I wrote down what I want doing, but you got to do 20 media things a month or 20 in one day. And we whited out his name on New York times and put in, Mark Victor Hansen Jack Canfield chicken soup for the soul and we put it on the mirrors at our house whatever your goal is you got to put it in the mirror so when you're doing your makeup or where you're shaving it goes through the portal of the pupil into the depth of the soul and, and the minute you have a feeling nature you Neville says you got to live in the assumption of the wish fulfilled you got to be there before you get there that's why the Apostle Paul said pray you know Christ said pray is of the thing for which you're praying has been received and you'll have it but Paul said faith. Is substance to things hope for and evidence things not seen. You got to have the faith, and it's got to be rock hard faith that you know. By the way, I got plenty of people that said you're not even a good writer. I don't even like your stories, and and I don't think you're that good. Even now, I mean, you know, now I get critics because I'm number one. But when yeah. <laughs> when you're coming up, you get critics because what may I could write better than you in seventh grade? My one of my seventh grade partner uh, classmates said, and they go, well, go out write me, and then out sell me. <laughs> that you'll do it, but go. And they never did, of course.
1: Yeah. That's all. Awesome. I love that so much. Cause again, people, you'll always have doubters, but the thing is when it's like planted, it says God gives you the desires of your heart. And I believe that means that God literally plants them in the, the core of your being so that right. you'll go out and fulfill them. So I love what you just said
0: right there. It, it, what you just said is so perfect because when you put it at the core of your being that emanates out because Napoleon Hill, who wrote Think and Grow Rich, which I hope everyone's read multiple times, but, you know, because it is really a philosophy of principles and and, uh, uh, processes. But what what Hill said um, is that you're a radio broadcasting and receiving station. And when you're broadcasting from the core of your heart, people catch it. They go, he or she really believes in themselves. So if they believe in themselves, because self-belief is a front end of all belief.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Never said
0: that before, but that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm we should, you it should it write down.
1: that down. That should be your like, next book. You heard it here first, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, okay. So again, you've interviewed highly successful people and you've given them these principles. What are some key habits and mindsets that the most successful people per- perform each day that help them get even more successful?
0: Okay, so last thing you do after you pray at night, push back sleep. And before you go into that controlled state of reverie, you say to yourself, whatever your goal is, like in my case, I didn't tell anyone, but I want to be world's best-selling author. I mean, that's pretty bodacious, pretty bold, pretty out there, pretty a big request to myself, a big request to God, and a big request to others. And then when you wake up in the morning, you know, you're in a hypnopedic state of sleep, and, and you wake up, get it before you get out of bed, push back a little bit and just visualize all that's going to happen to you today and visualize that your life is really clicking that business is booming money is coming in contracts are there promotions there you're getting the contract the jobs that you want the in in modeling you're getting all the modeling jobs from whatever the top agency is that you're working with that they have and you're doing it and today the spectrum of models god bless the book that you guys are writing is 360 degrees so short people can make it tall people can make it plush people plus size people can make it skinny people can make it everybody can make it that's we're in the in the first time of fundamental abundance for people being able to make it
1: that's awesome so speaking of finding fame we are so excited that you are publishing mike's book finding fame so when you are reading the book i know you get a lot of people that want you to work with them what yep. was it about finding fame that made you say, you know what, this is a heck yes, I absolutely need to work on this project?
0: Well, first of all, I'd never seen a book like it. I mean, there's, a, 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 and I've read thousands and thousands of books and people send me free books and I, I go to all the book fairs, uh, literally around the world. Now we're invited to another one again in Mexico, but um, which is amazing to me, right? And they say, well, will you come down and talk a while, of course, yeah. Anyhow, I, I've never seen a book like yours. So it is unique and it's a penultimate because, he, you and he are living what you're teaching and preaching and doing and have done it and, and have, have attracted the audience and you know what to do, how to do it and say, Hey, look, if you'll do this, you'll get that. And and when we wrote one minute millionaire, we said, you'll make a million dollars in ninety days. If you do this, 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 and this, and we showed it to it with a 60 year old woman that got fired by Perry Como. So it's similar to your thing, and she said, "Well, I'll be your guinea pig because I, I can't go back and, and uh, do anything else." So um, that's exactly what happened. It was exquisitely exciting, and then we got a lot of people. We had, we made more millionaires, I think, than in a shorter time than anybody, and we'd have four thousand people a weekend. The point is, that's exactly what you're doing. There are people out there that are praying. They're, you are the answer to their prayer. They're going how do I become successful? How do I become famous? How do I become what Solomon said, be an influencer of influencers? And they, they just don't know. They don't have a process. They don't have a thought form. They don't, no one's ever said, here's the mindset to get the money set going. And you guys have, have laid it. I read every word and laid it out with exquisite eloquence and excellence.
1: Thank you very much. We're, we're very excited about that. And we're very excited about working on the project with you. Um, we're also excited about a sequel, so Mike is like chomping at the bit to get started on the second book, even though the first book is still in, still in progress. So what excites you about doing a sequel to Finding Pain?
0: First of all, I'm I'm elated for the question. And for those of you that don't know, a sequel is the second and a prequel is the one before. And, and obviously when we did Chicken Soup, our, we, I, I write the big bodacious, outrageous goals. Like I said, I, I wrote and remember, I said, you got to figure out what you want and it's got to be put in writing. That's spiritual law. And then you got to visualize to realize it and then get a team to get your dream. Like she and Mike are a dream, a dream team. Uh, team means together and accomplishes miracles. But I wrote down, we'd sell a million and a half in a year and a half. And then the second year we'd sell 5 million and then we'd sell 10 million a year. And then we'd sell 15 million a year. And, and first year we sold a million three. Now what what's so mind blowing is why you got to have a sequel is it in, in business for those And by the way, modeling, fame, movies, books, they're all an intellectual property business, an IP business. Anyhow, there's what we call in business an S curve. At the front end, you got to put money in. They got to pay you to learn how to do it. They got to buy that book for $20, which is one of the screamingest values in the world. For $20, they can go make. I, I read a book. The first book I read in our business was Um All the Ways to Make a Million Dollars writing books by Dr. Jeffrey Land at at Harvard and and uh I just I read every word and it was like 996 pages. So it was like serious and I highlighted everything. I wrote down. I called them. I befriended. The point is when you go down, when you start to go up, you go up really fast. But when you go up fast, you also plateau out. It goes, so an S curve goes yep. unless you have the sequel or a prequel to it. And in our case, we did Chicken Soup for the Soul, and then the second one was really. Chicken Soup of the Teenage Soul, and our publisher said, you guys are one buck wonders. This isn't going to work. I got teenagers. They buy CDs, concert tickets, and clothes. Remember, what we both said on this call is that you're going to have detractors. They love, because they're not doing it, they're jealous. And when they're jealous, they're petty. And when they're petty, they're conniving. And when they're conniving, they stab you in the back, unless they're a politician, then they stab you in the front. Anybody. Anyhow, we did Chicken Soup for the Teenage Soul. We tested it on 12,000 people at Nickelodeon. My girls, my daughters at that time were little, and I, I took them there, and they slime me, if you know what that means. Anyhow, <laughs> we, came, we came out with Teenage Soul, and we had – Jack and I thought we had 250 perfect stories. I mean, they're all – in our minds, uh, They, we do seven things. You, our Our highway is just like you've got a highway in your book – it's got curbs and, and it's got to cause instantaneous behavioral change. It's got to cause goosebumps, God bumps, chili bumps. It's got to be inevitable, all those kind of things. And and we thought we had it, but the kids said, no, no, do this, 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 this. So we just did the 101 stories they wanted. Well, the book sold 19 million that year, right? Wow. And And why? Because teenagers have nothing to talk about. People in fame don't know how to do the... A 90 second elevator pitch that if you're with the biggest person in the world that could hire a model and you're coming down the elevator in 90 seconds, you've got to be omni that means all impressive. So they you make a dent in their memory that is totally unforgettable in a positive way. And you're really smart, you do something different than anybody else. Like in our speaking business, Joel Weldon bought all the Campbell soup cans and they rewrapped them. Success comes in cans, not cannots, right? Mm-hmm. If you're in tennis, you sign a tennis ball to everybody and you hand it to them, or you have a printed with your phone number on it. Mm-hmm. And in my case, I, you know, and, and, well, and by the way, we just got one from my friend Jim Stovall, who's made a hundred million in movies, and uh, what he he wrote me this great thing. He gave me he printed up a ten thousand dollar bill with Teddy Roosevelt on it and said, like "The book I'm sending you, I got to read this. See, it's so good. Whoops, sorry. Uh, anyhow, what it said is." uh, the, the, I'm not giving you $10,000 cash, but you've been so good to me. I hope you get $10,000 worth of ideas or more out of my book. And that's really what will happen because the book gives compound awareness of when somebody is at their best and you guys are at your, the best of the best. And, and you're sharing it. Anybody who in your industry who doesn't buy the book, you go, what are you doing? Right. Einstein, my teacher's teacher, Bucky Fuller said, if you keep doing what you're doing to you expect new results, you're cuckoo. Well, if you don't read how to become successful, how to be famous, how to have the principles and philosophy of success in this industry, why aren't you doing it? I go out and drink with all the boys at night, or I eat popcorn, or I go to a movie to see how to act better. No, no, you need to implode so you can explode in your business and and be a peak performing person because life is about are you fulfilling your destiny? And that's what we wrote in in the last book is that we said, look, everybody's born with a destiny code. and, And if you go over the, we got 178 questions there, go over it with your partner, your mastermind partner, your sweetheart your minister, your priest, rabbi, you know, your guru, whoever it is you got, go through all the questions and you get two books. So they got one, you got one. Go answer those questions. You find out who you really are. Now you are invincible. Now you're indomitable. Now you're going to make yourself into business like you guys are indispensable.
1: I'm right. That's like a cup of coffee right there. What you just said—that's so. <laughs> I I I love what we do because we literally we do give people the key to success, and that's what you do too, Mark. Like that's what we admire so much about you is that like every time I talk to you, like there's just this burst of energy that comes forth because you are so passionate about what you do, and just every every person that you invest time in, like I, you could tell you're 100% passionate about them. So here's a question I have for you. You have worked, again, with some of the greatest people in the world. Who has inspired you?
0: I'm inspired on a regular daily basis by everybody. Back when I was bankrupt, I was in New York City. and In the morning on Sunday, I'd go to see Norman Vincent Peale. In the afternoon, I'd see Reverend Ike, who taught me about abundance. He was a black man with 26 Rolls Royces. Uh, And and when he died in 2009, his wife calls up because we became great, great friends. I mean, I was a rare white white guy in an audience of 5,000. Ultimately, we booked him in my company. Look who's talking. But she said, you got to do his biography. Well, it comes out this fall and it's going to be big because... Um, the guy's got he's one of the monster success a guy who's dead is going to be more successful posthumously which is one of the things he predicted sort of like if you've been to Elvis Presley's house in in Memphis and they have you got to put it on your list and go to St. Jude's because I help raise a lot of money for St. Jude's and I love what Danny Thomas and his daughter uh, started anyhow when you go to he makes 120 million a year just at uh Graceland because all of us go there and we buy all the little stuff like Elvis I was born on Elvis's birthday so I got Elvis's driver's license right up (laughs) and you you know I bought the books on Elvis and you know because he became a master showman and in your industry you've got to decide before you can afford it that you're going to become a master showman you're going to dress different you're going to talk different you're going to think different you're going to be different but different you got to be different, better. That's the point, and and then you just got to keep getting better and more unusual. And we're in the most exciting times in human history now. If you read the news rather than watch my YouTubes or or Patrick Bet David's YouTubes or or Jordan Dr. Jordan Peterson's or uh, John Lennox, you're, you're gonna get you're gonna crash and burn. If you listen to somebody that gives you what my colleague Zig Ziglar and I worked a lot together gives you what's called a checkup for the neck up. That's what you do. You got to input. Superior attitude, because that'll give you higher and higher altitude. And what we're seeing is the highest altitude hasn't been reached in any industry. Like only twenty years ago, there's no such thing as a billionaire, and today we got. Well, Forbes says three thousand. I know a lot that aren't on that list, so I'm sure there's six thousand, and that's who you know we we market to primarily in our business because it's a lot easier to have somebody with a lot of money give you a little of their money than somebody with no money to give you any money. Is that yeah. it, logical?
1: Yeah,
0: totally logical. Awesome. I'm gonna break that down. That's my other quote for the
1: Hey, who knew coming on a podcast, on my podcast, you get all these quotes. That's pretty exciting.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, the the, the the point is that, ladies and gentlemen, I do a quote every day. And one of the things I'm gonna ask you to do is you do a quote, original quote of yours every day. But what does that mean? That means you gotta listen to yourself. And what did our friend Socrates say? The unexamined life is not worth living. And his teacher, uh, his the guy, his scribe was Plato. And Plato said, whoever controls the story controls the world. So when you start writing your quotes and you have great quotes and you're meeting with the person that could hire you, whether it's an agent, a contact, a contract, a company, and, and I've been blessed to do all that. Like, you know, because our, our chicken soup of the soul, we have the same kind of scroll on the cover as, as Campbell's soup. And. People say, how do you do so many books? Well, Camel Soup was complaining. Remember, when you have an enemy, you got it—you go face the enemy. Well, I faced the enemy, and not only did it work, because th- th- you can't own script, but they hired me two times. First time to go through China. Now, I've been to China 80 times back when it was capitalistically communistic, but what they wanted the Chinese to do Chinese have soup every day, every day, every day, all they wanted people to do in China. Remember, there's a billion, 400 million, or I think it's actually 2 billion. But the point is, because they they digitate their numbers. That's a nice, clean word, isn't it?
1: <laughs> That's and- definitely an SAT word.
0: Yeah. I'm good at that one. Anyhow, uh, Jack and I were tested and we both got over 150,000 words in our vocabulary. The, the, the point is, is that, uh, they want immediate to immediately talk the people into buying one camel soup can per family per week. Well, that was a heck of a contract, but remember I went and everyone to, to say, Hey, you can't use our lettering. And we came out with that contract. And then I came out with, uh, I I got to do a, uh, thing with them, with their artist. The guy that painted their camel soup can was, uh, Andy Warhol. And we, um, oh god the top comedian at the time dave um i can't think of his last name anyhow a uh, great writer um friend um <laughs> i didn't plan on talking about this but we opened up uh, for campbell soup at, at the dave warhol museum when he died and it was just like we had fifteen thousand people there and it was just it was great fun to talk that say look i've just come back and i think we're going to sell a can of campbell soup every uh family once a week and then campbell soup sales went up like that now am i a model no am I a spokesperson? Yes. But let's talk to that for a second. Cause you got it in your book. I think every model ought to start telling themselves that they are going to be a high paid spokesperson. Why not? The more you got going, the more you got going. In other words, Bob Proctor, who's just passed away and, and he and I own two companies, but Bobby called me one time. He's flying from um, Taipei to LA. And at the time I lived in LA Metro and Newport beach, and he said hey you and i are multimillionaires make million plus every year i've just written down our new thing and we trademarked that you got to have msi's multiple source of income in other words do your core business 90% and get a lot of money flow then start your msi's multiple sources of other income because everybody has vicissitudes like modeling may pay today and tomorrow may you only get paid as a spokesperson and as a spokesperson you say well wait a second I know this issue, this issue, and this issue. I know how to get over humiliation. I know how to get over rejection. I know how to get over fear. I'll make a tape, I'll put it on Audible, and I'll make another $10,000 a month. Why not? Yeah. In, in other words, what happens is people pigeonhole themselves. I am an engineer. Yep. I am a <laughs> medical doctor. I am bunka dunka dunka dude. Well, you know, good for you. But the point is, you got 18 billion brain cells that can't come to work until you make the decision imploded in the subconscious makes a provision. And what Christ said is, I am here that you might have a life and have it abundantly. And what do you do when there's no fish, no food? He feeds five thousand. has 12 baskets left over. I mean, the guy only taught abundance. So some of you said, Well, I'm a Christian and poor is godly. Yeah, it isn't in the Bible, ain't there. That's Eight- not
1: my Jesus. <laughs>
0: no, no, that guy was, he had whatever he needed. He needed yeah. to pay the taxes. He said, Peter, go on fish. First fish, gold coin. Pay for me and the whole team for the next two years. <laughs> awesome. And the point is, you and I are here to create, to contribute, be charitable. And you're here to create surplus. But surplus is an inside out job. You got to see it in your mind back to visualization that you were teaching a second ago. To to manifest it outside your impression, it gets your expression.
1: That's awesome. On that note, I think we, I think we, I I could talk to you for like the next two days, but I think to be cognizant of your time, if we're gonna stick it. We're gonna stop right there, sir. But I just <laughs> I want to well, thank we you. We got to
0: do this again because this was a blast. I mean, I got I know. It today, so. Well,
1: yeah, we'll definitely set up another one. I know that you're we're going to be launching the book. Um, We're going to be doing parties like throughout the country, starting in November for Finding Fame. We can't wait for you to be a part of that. And please also make sure that you send Crystal our love. We can't wait to see her in person again, along with you. So thank you so much for being here and for just sharing your heart. And this is, this is amazing. Thank you so much.
0: My delight and take my delight and say hello to Mike.
1: (laughs) I absolutely will. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye -bye. Bye. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the VIP Ignite Live podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you hit subscribe because I'm going to be doing another podcast with Mark. We already just talked about that, but I have so many other amazing guests that are going to really help to elevate your success. So make sure you hit subscribe to the VIP Ignite Live podcast and I will see you on the next episode. Bye guys. Thank you.